podcast. Welcome, y'all. It's Silversations number 16 right here. Silversations, our platform to build more human connection, understanding, dialogue, compassion. Um, yeah, and, and usually the, the podcast is uh, me um, connecting with someone that I admire or I appreciate in my life and just examining that more and, and the power within that of um, being able to see that regardless of who someone is, the threads that um, people have as human beings in the life that we're going through in this in this journey of life. And so, um, yeah, with this episode, I actually wanted to uh, do a practice for myself. I just turned 38 on the 19th. And so I want to do a little with myself. Um, actually, uh, the reason I thought about doing this is is um, I feel like solversations itself is a practice and reflection and, and dialogue, and and it's also a very healthy thing to be able to do with ourselves, especially with everything going on in the world. And um, yeah, just as we as we deal with a lot of themes around life and death, and specifically for me, um, the reason the birthday is such a powerful time for me every year is um, 12 years ago, my dad passed away on January 18, uh, 2009. So always since then, the day before my birthday is a powerful day of reflection. And it really sets up my birthday every year in a way of examining my life, kind of thinking about how I'm living with purpose. What, what am I putting my life force and my energy um, of this finite time in, in this place and in, and in this time on earth of what am I, what am I investing in? What am I putting my all into? And so it really helps to examine that. So I wanted to just take the time today and uh, ask myself a few questions and, and go through that. And hopefully, you know, if you take something from it that you can do this for yourself or with yourself. Um, I tend to be pretty reflective as I get older, I'm getting more and more reflective and these questions that I ask myself and I enjoy writing it, uh, expressing it in different mediums, making beats, um, through podcasting and, and the people I get to talk about, talk with, and um, just learn from. So, yeah, I think um, just like I do on the podcast, I should practice it with myself is, um, like, what's one thing, why, do, why would I want to interview myself and why do I um, appreciate myself or what, do, what are those things that... Um, I admire about myself. Yeah, I think for myself, I really appreciate um, the space that I'm growing into to really be able to mm, be like a vessel for people and to to be able to hold space. I'm, I know that um, in our world today, there's a lot of takes and a lot of our social, social media is reactionary or it's based off of your opinion or what you think in so many words or what you can portray in a snapshot or what you can convey or get across uh, in a moment's notice or with that constraint of that media. And so for me, I really value the ability for nuance and the ability for the gray in the world and how we can hold space for things that can be maybe opposing to us, but maybe they're not even really opposing. They're much more like us, but they just represent uh, another end of the spectrum. And I really appreciate um, 
just in a time of snapshots and I'm able to like move and move more into that space. And I essentially think it allows me to access more of the world in a way that I'm not judging it. I'm just experiencing it and seeing it and uh, hopefully using that in turn to be able to connect more people or to see the likeness in thought and the likeness in our actions of the world um, and in our lives. Um, Yeah. And I think, uh, I really appreciate that I get energy from people. The idea of empowering people gives me energy. Uh, the idea of someone feeling comfortable in their own skin or not feeling shame uh, or feeling trust in what their instincts are um, or their emotions or, or anything that they feel and that that's safe to be in and that's a trusting place to be in and it, there, there's nothing you should apologize for being in that. Um, I love that. And uh, I think... Uh, actually what I learned, I did a solversations with my brother and my sister, um, the, uh, actually on my dad's uh, anniversary, which was really powerful because we, we don't get down like that. We don't chat like that was that I learned, um, and just in reflection of that, I think my place in the family being the youngest, being the only one born, not in the Philippines, being born in the U S and, you know, not speaking Tagalog at home and, uh, that sense of identity and always wanting to belong and, uh, the gap of years being younger than the family that I, I always felt like I didn't have my voice heard, um, in times. And so it's always been important for me in the people that I'm around and, and anybody that I work with that you don't feel like you ever have to hush your voice or hush that instinct. Um, but rather to just hone it and to, and to make it be in tune with others or to have it be sharpened to a point where you can be mindful of others and, and be like a symphony and play your part or be in tune with people and create that symphony in, in the life that you're living with those that are around you. So, yeah, yeah, that's why I appreciate it myself. I definitely do. Um, yeah, and I have a few questions here that I just keep asking myself here throughout the course. And so what does my birthday represent? Kind of talked about that a little bit. I think my birthday represents now these days of an examination every year and a reflection. Um, definitely gratitude. Like to be 38, I always say like, man, if I was, you know, if I was playing Oregon Trail, I'd be done by now. I'd have, I'd have had dysentery. Um, if I was living in the, in the Middle Ages, right? Like my time is... Uh, in, in my course of life, I might be, my likelihood of, of going to a disease or something like that is much quicker. So I, I recognize very much like every day and, um, time in every year, it's just, wow, that's pretty awesome to be able to see this many years and to just be able to be in that space of like, I really appreciate that. And regardless of how I'm feeling or what I'm going through in my life, like, that's a powerful thing to continue to experience life and to understand that life is not given. And especially with the death that's going on or like just seeing a lot of COVID deaths or seeing people I know that are around me dealing with death and, and me having experienced it, you know, with my dad, I think that idea of mortality is, it's actually a beautiful thing to me. It's a great reminder. It's a powerful, um, motivator to live your life as, you know, as you see fit and to not, to not compromise that and to love fully, to live fully, to experience fully. So, um, yeah, my birthday represents that examination and I just get to check every year. Like how, how close are we to the purpose that we're trying to live, which is, you, you know, to be of service, to unlock for people and to connect people and to help people see that they're not 
as divided as we might think we are and that solutions are collaborative and they're here and it starts and a lot of change starts with our own actions and so I always check that every year and it carries out through the rest of my year and um, yeah they represent that time to reflect and to and to reconfigure and to take in what we've learned in the past year and take stock of um, where I'm going with my life and what what is that examination and um, yeah I think that's what that represents um, another thing here is uh, shout out to Grigo Griggs actually asked me this other night was what was what was what's been my biggest learnings in the past 10 years or like where did I think I at 28 where I would be at 38 and um, I think one of the biggest learnings um, for me is just actually from 28 to 38 is thinking about and at 28 how much I wanted experience and possibility and this idea of possibility always it gave me my childlike wonder and it really pushed me and it really drove me um but at the same time as I've gotten older um to realize like I am living a life of possibility and I am creating that possibility and it's not always this external thing that I need to go out and find and see um it is something that I do in, in people and, and learning about life, but it's not something that uh, I think I'm learning to need to validate me. Um, and that the idea is that, yeah, that that work within yourself, that work within understanding who I am, what I'm grounded in, what my values are, uh, and and living to the living to that truth and honoring those truths and honoring the space of who I am and. Um, not relying so much upon my ego to need to be fulfilled to enjoy myself or my time. And, uh, yeah, I think that's been an important learning. Uh, just the idea of, um, where we're grounded and where is the time that we're spent is a beautiful testament to who we are and what we live about. Uh, if you can say, you know, these are the things that I care about. These are the things that are important to me. And this is what I put my life energy into it, whether that's, you know, your your career, your service, your family, your communities, your pets, your kids, uh, your craft. If you can acknowledge that you have things that are held importantly to it and you can spend your life force and your energy and your time doing that or devoting to that, that's a hugely powerful thing. I think that's what, for me, that's what the life and the human experience is about and, and, and living in that space. And, and while you have that to be able to honor that for other people or to help other people, um, find that for themselves or to help other people that don't have those avenues or resources or that type of privilege to be able to experience love or appreciation or gratitude, because you can experience that in your life. And that should be in itself, like an inflection point of why you are blessed or why you have, um, should have gratitude because you're able to live that. Um, yeah. And I think just being grounded in that and knowing that every day, every day is a powerful thing. Um, and this actually kind of ties into like for me, the past 10 years, the reason that's powerful is shout out to Earl Jones, Rigafort, uh, my good boy, uh, my terrier, my schnau, my schnarrier, um, the, the, the single being that has, seen the most of me in the past decade um and understanding what he's done for me 
as a as a as a being that is without condition and a being that is limitless in his love and limitless in his devotion and uh you know whether that's like being sick and like having him sleep with me the whole time I'm sick and not worry about going outside or or reading my moods based upon even just like I feel like my internal temperature or like an initial like noise that I make just to have somebody that's so in tune with my biorhythms and almost my my biomechanics to understand how to to work with me or how that makes him feel it's a powerful thing because it helps me be more effective and I check myself a lot because I'm like oh man Earl is so much better than me in so many ways and you know it goes from this idea of you know he's my companion and in many ways after 10 years right there's he's my teacher he's very much my teacher and he's very much has qualities that I look up to that I try to aspire to be in my dog you know he's his his way with kids you know we work together at school and for him to be able to hold space for kids and for him to be able to ground kids that are having tough times or kids that are experiencing things that I can't fix or I can't help or I can't work through sometimes his mere presence is able to do that uh, because of his calm because of his openness his ability to just take people as they are Um, and I think he's um, just uncommonly compassionate he's like a human in that way that he reads a situation Um, yeah and he's been in every aspect of my life from camps to festivals uh, to working at schools to big life moves to big life changes and it's beautiful to have uh, a mirror in that life and yeah just appreciation for him he's turning 11 this year so even him is a is a every single day I make sure I wake up I say hi to him and I just appreciate him for having another day uh, with him um, and and the the learnings and the love that like boundless love that he will have and you know, hopefully he'll he'll make it to when I have children and to have that connection and to to you know, I want my my children to be able to meet someone who's massively affected me from yeah, when I was in my twenties and the past ten years has had an effect in every facet of my life. Yes. Let's see. Regrets or lessons? I will say no regrets. Yes. I will say no regrets at all. Um, I think definitely there's always things we reflect on in which we might be able to have done, might have done something different, but then also if, if we're at peace with how things are and we work to flow with life, then that would fundamentally change the outcome of our life. And so um, I think just lessons, um, I think in the past year uh, has been to uh, just allow and to be, and I think a lot of people have had to just allow and be, especially if you're a mover and a shaker, or you were somebody who was out and about prior to COVID, and um, I can only imagine what that that had been, what that could have been um, for you, or what this time has been in terms of how you're having to examine yourself, or sit with yourself, and be with yourself. Um, I think for me, it's been that... Um, in the physical sense, uh, before COVID, I was training pretty strenuously, pretty pretty strictly and regimented 
towards training for an amateur fight um, in May of 2020. And yeah, it was a really interesting time when everything happened. Uh, City of Angels Boxing. Ah, miss you. Love that place. Um, they closed down and then actually the owner moved back to Costa Rica, which was looking back and I take great move pretty, pretty quickly. I think in like, uh, like by April or May or maybe by May they had moved out and moved back to Costa Rica. And so for me, that concept of training for something that was using my mind, my spirit, uh, and the, and just the preparation of, you know, I think for boxing for me represented a lot of, uh, like mental training, physically being hit, but also the science of boxing and the movement and the flow of it um, to be deep in that and be learning and to be a student of something very much so and the community that I was becoming a part of there to have that stop just immediately and then to have the gym actually disappear and move up and pack out and then um, yeah, I think just learning to deal with even my examination of why I was exercising and what aspects of physical movement are important to me. And I realized that I do find like for me that there's, there's a purpose I think now in the way that I have my physical movement and activity where um, I've been pretty active from high school all the way on through. And I went through a, a period of just working out cosmetically for, you know, but obviously, yeah, you, you feel good, you look good, you feel good, but you know, over the years, it's it's been more about, um, like, functionally. How is my body functioning with life, and how is it moving together with life? And then even in this past couple of years, it's become even more so tied into a community. Like, I love working out with other people, that shared experience of working hard or, or having limits and pushing past limits and, and examining that uh, in your mind and what that means for you. And so... Yeah, I think I miss the community, and with that, I've learned that it's hard for me to just be motivated to just work out for myself. Uh, obviously, I I, I want to maintain my wellness and my health. Um, like the really strenuous, like really pushing. I feel like I I need to know the means to the end for that, and I'm learning that. And I think I'm right now recalibrating what that is to to find that for myself again. Um, yeah. And just dealing with what is. So, yeah. Um, other lessons, I will say. Um, last week you heard my podcast with Jen. And for me, that's been the biggest lesson is that I have not, I have, I've lived so much of my life in, in like a media portrayal of relationships and a media portrayal of, what it takes and even me like um used to being in dating apps the concept of dating apps where um like being in a relationship like if you didn't find something in someone right away you could always just swipe or you could always have in your mind oh there's somebody else that'll just fulfill that um and so the concept of you know work like putting in commitment and and working on yourself and, and actively committing to a relationship has been so powerful. Um, and just the consistency of trying to establish a consistency. And that for me is within everything, not just in a relationship, right? Like putting these out every week, you know, what regardless of how I'm feeling or regardless of the space that I'm in, but just trying to honor that 
consistency there and, and what you learn within the consistency within that high low um and living trying to be in that middle frequency of just cons- uh consistency and, and honoring that um has been really powerful and it's been really grounding and it's unlocked doors to um the next level for me or like like next stage of my life and where i think i want to be moving and yeah thinking about family of my own and and future generations now and not just personal aspirations yeah let's see last questions or a couple questions here is what do i want for myself moving forward this year and then manifesting slash predicting okay that's I was asked this one by a few friends and I was I always enjoy this one um each year I think this one's always been continuous but one thing that I want to talk about is like the idea of like I was saying of being a vessel and holding space for different like both sides of the corner like all sides and holding a space to be able to honor where people are at and just observe and examine that and like maybe withholding strong feelings at times um, around those conversations. I feel as the, you know, the, the kind of like yin and yang to that of, of living like that is at times you start to lose uh, or you do, or not lose, but it's not as sharp. The idea of like having f- like passionate thoughts or passionate feelings of like one side or another. And, I think in times the way that that's bled over is sometimes I, when it's not healthy, that idea can manifest itself, manifest its way in me in kind of dimming my light or dimming the things that I personally feel in my personal pursuits and not sharing as much um, because I don't want to stand out per se or I don't want to like rock the boat or create commotion because I hold this space of kind of being a steady in the middle space. Um, and yeah, I think I'm just working and, and coming to a place of a lot of that is probably the influence. Yeah, for sure. On my brain, on my mind of, of like, uh, just social media and media and like, and my own combined with my own insecurities and the things that I work through of, uh, where I stand in the world. And so just working on being uh, genuine, not so much, you know, and, and, and that genuine and sincere is where I want to be. And that that doesn't have to be, you know, adversarial or that doesn't have to exclude people. It's just more about an honoring of myself as opposed to um, making a statement and, I want to do that because I live with, I, I, I want to live with joy. I want to live with wonder. I want to f- live with curiosity. I want to explore. I want to discover. I want to learn. And so I want to honor that more and I want to be unapologetic about that. Uh, yeah. And continuing to work on that. And that's, that's what I, what I would love for myself this year. What am I manifesting? What are we going to manifest? I think EX as a, ecosystem to be able to be sustainable to give people a living and as a sustainable organization that promotes compassion 
courage, compassion, and wonder, and for people to have conversations, to have dialogues, to be of service, and to and to see that you can do that with joy, to see that you can do that within community, to see that you know the things that might have been outlets outlets to just social life that that can be community, that can be service, uh, that can be us all together, and just building that and and sharing that. I think the sharing piece of that and allowing and helping people to see the value of that is what we really want to manifest. And whether that's in conversations, in homemade meals, in team building, um, in any types of digital events we do in this podcast, um, in the videos that we're working on. So really want to manifest that um, fully, continue to work on that. And then predictions. I'm not a big predictor. I'm not a big predictor because I think I always want to be ready with whatever life um, has. But I will say this. I will predict this. This is, you know, one thing that I've been learning um, pretty consistently and have been diving deep in for the past three and a half years or three years, four months is, wait, is it three years? Almost four, no, four years. Is, wait, no, maybe three and a half because it was 2017 up in October, but it's cryptocurrency. And um, I know you'll hear a lot about like Bitcoin, Ethereum, invest, invest, invest. But I would even say, before I predict anything, just take a look at what cryptography is and the technology behind cryptography and what blockchain technology is. Um, and just look at the people that are creating in that space, whether that's the developers or the minds that are around this technology and what blockchain essentially does, which is create transparency on a, a ledger that keeps, trend, uh, you know, a transparent record of transactions in its most basic form, and then uh, how cryptocurrency is built around that technology. It's, it's very dense. Yes, it is very dense, but it is next-level shit, y'all. Any cryptocurrency you look up, every cryptocurrency has a white paper, which is essentially like its technical paper, its thesis. Just read Bitcoins, read Ethereum's. These are the main coins. And then there's a whole ecosystem of this essentially uh, world that's being created uh, around it. And just the mind power and the creativity and the, ho- you know, the hopeful utility I have for it in the future, it's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it stimulates me intellectually in a way because I'm, don't consider myself maybe like the was a great student or was somebody who was super engaged in the in the academia of school but cryptocurrency makes me feel like that in blockchain and and the way the whole space is because of um that's just what people are aspiring to do to give access to people um like for example uh financially right to be able to be in control of their assets to be able to um send things to give people access that don't have bank accounts around the world to be creating grids for green energy that you could distribute amongst your neighborhood um just things like that like platforms that are building apps like you could buy virtual real estate and create um basically rent like rent or buy property in a land that when people come through in the VR world, you're able to like entertain them or do, you know, have whatever service, like those types of things. And it it is across the gamut. You know, we're talking about artificial intelligence and AI. Um, Maybe not necessarily like Terminator, the robots are going to kill us style, but um, 
AI, artificial intelligence, and like serving on the blockchain and in, and in that technology. But um, yeah, I'm rambling a bit, but if you ever want to talk about it, I, I'll talk about it to the death. I love learning about it. It's just, there's so much to learn. And um, I will predict that the, um, if, if people are investing in uh, safe amounts that is, you know, plausible for you and doesn't put you at any financial risk in your own life um, and is something that you can put away, you know, and, and re- truly see as an investment and not be so caught up in the price action of things. If you're to invest this year and consistently invest, um, that in two to three years, that money will be anytime, anywhere from 10 to 50 times its value. Uh, obviously anything can happen. And like I said, I don't like predicting so much, but uh, I think I feel comfortable saying that also just because of the uh, way that the world is moving, right? We're moving away from everything is digital and things are going digital, whether that, and then you look at the trends in the world of like uh, distrust of governments or distrust of larger entities. And like people, we all have more access now through our phones. We're all, you know, people are their own content creators, uh, big monolithic um, structures are, are not seen with trust as much somewhere anymore, right? People want to have that. And we're, you know, on the way that we connect or who do we get our information from, our news from, it's becoming a lot more independent and a lot more um, specified for the world that we want to live in. So I truly believe um, that just in the value proposition of the way that our world is going, that that's going to intersect um, the way that we live and the way that we are evolving as a as human beings will inter- intersect uh, with cryptocurrency and blockchain technology in ways that it already is now and that we're not, maybe you're not even familiar with. But yeah, we'll save that for another time. If you want to talk, I'll talk about this for hours. I love learning and just um, that aspect of it is super fascinating. So yeah. All right, Ray. That was pretty fun, man. That was good conversating with you. Thanks, Ray. That was good conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, thank you if you've been listening. Um, I would say really like you, it, it's a new year. Would would love for you to just it honestly like record yourself, like take a voice recording uh, on your phone and listen to it later or just save it. Just like record it. You don't even have to listen to it if you don't like listening to your voice and just put it away. And then if you want to listen to it in six months or a year, I promise you it'll be golden. Um, so just like, some of the questions I asked for you to have before I go is like, what does your birthday represent? Or maybe what does the new year represent? What are the biggest learnings that you've had in the past 10 years? Um, Or like, what were your perceptions from 10 years ago to now? Do you have any regrets or lessons for this year? Uh, What do you want for yourself moving forward this year? Uh, What do you want to manifest? And then do you have any predictions for the year? Um, I think all in all, it's a fun exercise. I've gotten a lot just from being able to literally release this out and share and just have this stream of consciousness. So if you've been listening, thank you so much. Love y'all. Hope to connect soon. Take care. Peace.
Podcast.